Hi, it's March the 3rd and welcome to my podcast. Right, so this is the second in a series of 5 million podcasts. <laughs> no, so we're going to try and keep up some momentum. So uh, just a few questions for Elaine again to catch up with her. So, Elaine, what have you been working on recently? Recently, what I'm doing is I've got quite a bit of unfinished work and I'm what I'm doing is finishing up the work and putting it on my website um, with regardless of what's going to happen to it. I just want it finished in order and ready for sale or um, for people to um, for me to rent them out also. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. So um, and also, oh, sorry, sorry, excuse me, excuse me. My nephew is in a kind of a band stroke collab kind of thing where he's working with all different kind of artists from the spoken artists to um uh what else poetry it was poetry spoken art um storytelling and he's in a band and he's asked me to make loads of masks or make masks so that's part of what I'm doing at the moment I'm just making all different kind of masks because they want to be anonymous so, um, yeah, so we'll see some of them pictures on your website soon, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that I, you mentioned the idea that um, I was there the other day about uh, maybe renting art. I, I like that idea. Yeah. So um, that's something you're going to be working on possibly then? Yeah, yeah. Because um, I, I actually, my art is very spontaneous. It's, it's very, I could say, emotional. Um, emotive or whatever people want whatever people what whatever word people want to use so um the fact is i'm i've got a bit of a library of art now and um you know people say they want to buy it but they haven't so far a few i've sold a few but um i'm 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 definitely up for the idea of renting them out um because i like that idea and some of my art i must admit i'm a bit attached to it as well yeah um yeah i mean i like the idea something we probably need to talk about a bit more um so rather than um giving your art away cheaply which can be um a thing that artists do sometimes because they want to move on um people can rent some pieces that maybe they can't afford right now and they could decide in the future if they can buy, buy them fully um okay so what was the other thing we we have spoken about possibly doing an event later this year. We haven't spoke about it in detail either, so um, it's just finding the right location in Milton Keynes. Yeah. Um, so what sort of things do you think might be, and obviously it's not set in stone yet at the event? Oh, I'd like music, food, all different types of creativity, people's... Um, reading their poetry out um uh anyone who's creative sing at somebody's people singing um people who just uh, um are just about expressing themselves um yeah i i'd like it to be a collab kind of involving all basically not all but you know i just i just think it's really important that we collab with each other you know it's not just about any one person it's about us helping each other so yeah i'm all up for collabing and swapping somebody a few weeks ago um she makes really lovely jewelry um 
and she asked if she could we I could swap a piece of my work for a piece of her jewellery so I'm going to meet her in a few weeks time I'm up for that you know I'm not that precious yeah so hmm. okay so what things you've been listening to or has been inspiring you recently other than obviously working on your own stuff what we've been listening to um at the moment i'm doing the artist way again by julia cameron and that's about um opening up your confidence and opening up the way the way you think the way you think about stuff the way you kind of limit yourself the things that people have told you um that's how it is and you questioning that and kind of digging into it and discovering and rediscovering yourself and just changing it up a bit so that's what I'm reading at the moment with great trepidation but also um I'm reading a book called Breath which is pretty good it's very good as well um have I been to the Tate I went to the Tate um I didn't actually see much there it wasn't much on, much new. But um, I think my inspiration at the moment is just going back into old art and just kind of finishing stuff up again and retitling them as well. Yeah. So the breeze stuff, that's what we talked about before, is, is, is related to the meditation things you've been doing, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I have been doing um, some transcendental meditation, but... Also, even with the meditation, I've been adapting it to myself, my own personality. And um, because whereas before the transcendental, you had to sit in a certain spot and quiet your mind and repeat a certain word in your head. But what I'm doing for myself is sometimes you need to quiet your mind when you're you can feel a bit of anxiety coming on or you, you're in a space where you feel a little bit maybe... I don't, just a little bit uncomfortable or you can feel yourself getting a little bit agitated and just I'm adapting it in my way to just calm myself down wherever I am and um, it's a form of shutting yourself down and calming yourself down but using the tools that I've picked up from the transcendental meditation I hope people understand my drift you so understand it's my helping with your art is what you're saying yeah, definitely, because I could be doing some art and, and then just calm myself down and then just have some kind of um, aha moments and um, kind of wake myself up a bit because I've calmed myself and it also pushes me just to get stuff done. I kind of find I procrastinate less. Oh. So, yeah. Okay. Mm. So, um, what... Let's ask you a challenging question. Challenging? Me? What do you think about the business side of art? Oh, gosh. The business side of art. Because for me, art is a very emotional thing for me. So the business side, I always find it challenging to put a price on it. Sometimes I feel I'd sooner have a passion for somebody and love them and give something away free, which is not... Do you understand? It doesn't make sense. But um, the business side of art, I find, I do find challenging because I don't think 
when when you're doing something from the heart no one can ever pay you for it so it's like you're bound to you're bound to find it challenging because the answer that maybe it deep down in your heart you want to give you kind of say to somebody you cannot you can't name a price for this and if you if you if i named it to you you'd probably your eyes would probably pop out your head so the business side when i'm when i'm making art i'm not thinking about business so that's why i suppose actresses have agents and i suppose most well-known artists have agents who they pay thousands and thousands of pounds because people people will buy from a name but people if something's as equally as good but not everyone wants it they don't want to buy it that's just it's human nature so mm. the whole money side of things i have to admit it's just it's not my forte mm. but it is at the same time i'm like a contradiction um yeah what well, when you say it is what do you mean because you know it's it's valuable but you also know that people, certain people, a lot, not I was going to say, certain people will pay, but most people, it's like you have to pull money away from them for them to to appreciate what they have, mm. you know. Um, so do you think that it's a myth or true? Because maybe it's just about the story, not the situation, but obviously a lot of artists become famous when they die. Um, but lots of people don't. So what what do you think it is that makes someone become well-known? Well, the reason why a lot of artists become famous when they die is the, the scarcity thing, isn't it? Because they're gone now. So everyone's kind of look, watching everyone like, are you, you going to... Because the person's dead, people have this thing about people being dead and paying more respect for somebody that's dead. And then this kind of... I don't know, this kind of odd hierarchy starts and then and then the scarcity and then there's loads of emotional stuff that's going on there. I can't, I, I don't think I can articulate, articulate at the moment. It's something I'm going to have to think about. But um, what was the other thing you asked? you asked? No, I was just, because I was thinking loads of people don't have to wait till they die to make a lot of money. So Yeah. And, and, and you, can, you can die and no one want your art still. So. Yeah, there is that. But then there's also... There's people who are very savvy. There's artists who are savvy. And you, ha you have to start off from a savvy position, I feel, as an artist, as a creator. If, if, if you're coming from an emotional place, which is where I come, I've, I've come from, I've come from, I realise now, looking back on it, a lot of my art is um, to do with my mental health. It's kind of helped me mentally more than I realise. Whereas... If you're kind of, you go to art school and then you're sitting there shrewdly thinking, right, I'm going to make a business out of this. I'm going to tap into something that I don't see many people tapping into. Um, then, and you, you've you got a business acumen anyway. You've got more, that's where you can make a success of it. And you're quite, you have to have that kind of business thing about yourself, even as a creative you do. And a lot of people don't have that. A lot of real, a lot of creatives don't. That's why a lot of artists from the 19th or 17th century, I know I sound really ignorant at the moment because I don't, can't even name anyone, but um, 
they become famous when they die and they find bits of their work in their studio that were hidden and sketchbooks are kind of opened out at the Tate and and um, people are like looking, thinking, oh, they did that in, you know, one night in 1714. Wow. You know, just some scantly little bits of pencil drawing, which they value at how many thousands or whatever, or they can't put a value on it. Oh. Yeah. Um. Do you think that people in the end are buying that person's story? Because, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not an art expert, but sometimes I look at art and I think anyone could have done that. <laughs> yeah, but that, that that's that, that. It's it's. We can sometimes a lot of artists can say that a lot of people can say anyone could have done that, but the fact is they didn't. They didn't do that, and it's 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 the branding, it's the theme around the art. Mm. It's it's what it's what people feel that they're lacking, that they feel that the artist is feeding them. You know, that's why I feel there's such snobbery in the art world. You know, um, this kind of elitist kind of people will go to fucking the far end. Oh, excuse me, um, goes to the far end of the world. And yeah, Lane doesn't swear ever. <laughs> Um, people go to the far ends of the earth and find all the natural colours of the sun setting in the Sahara Desert and then bring it back here and, and, and then mix the colours up and then and then put a splash of paint on it and a bit of... And everyone will be in awe of it. It's just... I think it's because they have a story behind it. Yeah, that's a, it. And a theme, like you said, you hit on it. Yeah. You've got a theme and you run with it and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And you have to take that chance, but it's... It's where you're coming from and it's about how much you value yourself. Mm. I mean, the amount of times I've wanted to literally get, just get rid of everything and start again. But I know that's a, for me, that's kind of a mental thing. That's kind of like, sometimes you just want to get rid of everything and start again. Because in a way, it's like having a clean slate. Mm. Um, but I'm not doing that because... And also because a lot of my work, I remember when I did some of it. You know, I've got work where my dad died and where my head was at and, and words and some of the words I was thinking, which I can't even mention. Um, but yeah, it's um, being a creative, being an artist, whatever you want to call yourself is, um, yeah, it's very revealing. Yeah. Hmm. All right. I don't have any more questions for now. So. Oh, okay. No. Um, but this thank is you. just about us doing this a bit more regularly. Yeah. So people can find out a bit more about you. Um, so if you um, if you want to catch up with Elaine, just check out our website regularly. We'll look, try and update this once a month and we'll go from there. All right. Thanks for yeah. listening. Thank you. Bye bye.